come uh, to the front to give their testimony this morning. Uh, that is a blessing amongst one another. Uh, and I don't want you to feel obligated, but I do want to encourage you to look back. I'm only asking you to take a few minutes this morning um, to give your testimony as we look back to this year. Uh, we've titled this, if you will, uh, The 30,000 Foot View of 2023. And in 2 Peter in chapter 3 and verse 1, uh, the Bible says that this second epistle, beloved, I nail write unto you in both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance, that you may be mindful of the words which are spoken before by the holy prophets and of the commandment of us, the apostles of the Lord and Savior. Now he goes on into chapter 3 and it brings up uh, many of things of what the world is going to be like uh, concerning uh, the end times. But Peter's idea, the reason he writes this letter was to stir up their pure minds. And in us today, we need to have our minds stirred up as to what the Lord has done. Now, guys, I understand that, that most of us have probably been saved for quite a long time. And uh, having said that, just as part of my testimony, today marks the, the uh, 33rd year of, uh, of my salvation. Amen. Uh, I, I got saved on the last day of 1990. And I praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for that. I'm so thankful for that uh, today of what he has done for me and how he saved my precious soul. I can remember as if it was yesterday. I told you earlier during the Lord's table, no, you didn't. Uh, you don't have to remember the time. You don't have to remember the day. You don't have to remember the clothes you were wearing, nor the person that led you to the Lord. You, I remember all of that. That's me, guys. I, I'm weird. I understand that. But I do remember those things. And I thank God for it. I knew what t-shirt I had on, what shorts I had on. I knew what I was doing moments before that. I know who I was with, and I know what Pastor Ellis had on across the desk. And I know I could, if I was an artist, if I could draw, I could depict that moment down to the very T of everything that was on his desk, especially that book that was sat between he and I that said the book of Revelation on it. A leather-bound book, and all it said was the book of Revelation and it convicted my heart as to what was in store. I'm saying all that to make this point that around 2.15 to 2.20 in the afternoon in Eastern Standard Time, conviction laid a hold in my heart that if I did not get saved and born again, that I would split hell wide open. And that is the same truth for every man, woman, and child in the world today. If we do not make our profession pure and sure and ask forgiveness of our sins and accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, believing on the death, burial, and resurrection, we will split hell wide open. And the very moment when that conviction set in, for whatever strange reason, I looked over my right shoulder. I have no earthly idea why. It was almost as if I was looking uh, to the right and down, looking into the depths of hell where I was prepared to go and where I would be going for my sins and, and you as well. I, I don't know why I looked over that shoulder, but it was at that moment right then and there. I knew that if I didn't make that decision, I may never give another, get another chance. And I praise God for my salvation today, but today's not a time for me to look back 33 years. But today is a 30,000 foot view to put in remembrance of what the Lord has done in 2023. The certain milestones God has brought me through, the stumbling stones that I have hit and the victories he's enabled in my life for that to happen. And I'm thankful for it today. This past year, guys, I chose one word to establish my year and it was when, W-I-N. 
I wanted to win. What did I want to win? Did I want to win the year? Absolutely, I wanted to win the year. Here I am on the last day of the year. Can I say I won the year? I'm prom no. Winning the year would have been uh, batting a thousand, as you would say in baseball, which means nothing, or getting a hundred percent on a test is what that would mean. But did I have several wins throughout this year? Most certainly I did. Did I have stumbling stones? Yes, I did. Did I throw most of those out in front of me? Most certainly I did. Amen. But there were certain milestones that the Lord brought me through. And each one of those stumbling stones, he taught me a lesson and brought me through them as well. And granted me victories this year that I am so thankful for that I plan on building into next year with a new one word that I've chosen to establish the year of which you may find out Wednesday night, but definitely maybe next Sunday. Amen. My word was win this year. My word was win the moment. I wanted to win the moment, win the minutes. I wanted to win the hours, win the week, and win the months in my marriage. I wanted to win the moments in my parental guidance and, and have an adult a children. You're still their parents, you're still their mom and dad, but there's a different way that you raise them, guide and direct them and advise them than you did when they were four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years old. It's a difference. I wanted to win those moments, and that's something you're still working on as a parent. I wanted to win the moments as a pastor. I wanted to win the moments as a preacher. I wanted to win the moments as a neighbor, as a friend, as a, as a, as a coach, as, a, as everything that I'm involved in, in the ministry that God himself has given us. I just simply wanted to win those moments, and I wanted to be better today than I was yesterday. And I look back at what the Lord has enabled to happen, and I look back at the souls that were saved, I look back at the lives that were changed, I look back at the lives that were spared, Simply because God has helped me win those moments this year. And me personally, I am beyond thankful for what he has done. I am beyond grateful for how he has blessed. I'm so thankful for this past year and what God has done. Even the hard times, the dark times, the trying times. I mean, even the times that seemed like it was going to break us ended up being building blocks as we look back at the 30,000 foot view. So I'm going to close in my testimony, and after this, Denise is going to come up. After that, Kelton is going to come up, and then whomever else uh, can come up after that. Um, but that's the, that's the pattern uh, that I know of, of who's going to speak today. And uh, I encourage you all to take a few moments. I've only taken about seven moments, but I want to give you a, 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 a verse and a little bit of, a, uh, of an encouragement, a little bit of a headstrong. But guys, there's four areas we live in our life. We live in the trenches every single day. We're down in what I call the weeds. That's where we live. That's where we work. That is everyday life. And every so often, guys, you know what? We got to get above the weeds. Now, there's one other area that I don't want to make it sound like insignificant, but down below the weeds, down in the roots and the, the dirt and all that, these are things that have to happen in life. You know, like who's going to buy the toilet roll? Who's going to get the kitchen roll? Who's gonna, those things have to happen, but that's not where we spend our life. So you got the, the foundation, you got the soil, you got the roots, then you got the weeds, that's the trenches, that's where we conduct our everyday life. And every so often throughout your year, you're going to have to get your head up above the weeds and see where you're going. Make those minor little adjustments in your life so that you can get back down in the weeds and start continuing to win in your Christian life. And I'll go ahead and tell you right now, guys, as a pastor, it's quite easy to see those who aren't getting their head above the weeds throughout the year. 
It's easy to notice and see the ones who have not made the slight alterations and they keep going and end up going to the wrong path. But every year, <clears throat> I encourage people to get up in that 30,000 foot view. 30,000 foot view is not for you to look at where you're going, but rather where, but where you have been and what God has done for you. The milestones and the stumbling stones that you've come through. What a gracious and wonderful God we serve. What a blessed Savior we have. And therefore, I'm thankful today for everything he's given us in this past year. And I do look forward to what God has in store for the new year should he tarry his coming. Amen. All right. So, Denise, you come this morning. Baby, you, um, I just turned myself off the cam and um, I'm going to mute my mic and you've got the. So mine's going to be short and sweet <laughs> because I love being up here so much. Um, <laughs> so I've always been a perfectionist, I guess you would say. So my, I was looking at this more as like a, a cardboard testimony. So I would write slave to perfection on there um, and then flip it over freedom in Christ. So I feel like he's, he's kind of shown me. Not everything needs to be perfect. Not everything needs to be in line. Not everything needs to be in order. Um, so I feel like I've, I've kind of gotten better about that this year. Um, and then my second one was, um, it's hard for me to delegate because I don't trust just from things in the past. I don't trust that people are gonna get things done or they've let me down in getting those things done. Um, but I feel like this year I've had people in the ministry with me that's kind of like thrown themselves at me basically not really thrown themselves but but just um i feel like they had a willing heart so i'm like okay you know i'll give it to them and and you know and that's really really hard for me to do i don't know if it's like a, a control thing um but it's just like i said i've been let down when i've let people take things that they said they would do and they either don't show up or they just don't do it so ends up falling on me last minute and I hate doing things last minute. Um, I don't like to be a procrastinator. Um, so anyway, I, I feel like I have those two victories. Thanks Amen. to the Lord. Firstly, I thank God for who he is and, and everything he's done in my life, especially for myself. Um, this year, he's kept uh, myself and my family safe, um, and he's provided for, for all our needs. Um, I mean, you know, all, you know about Cam's accident, and you know, every time he gets in the car, or as he gets in the car, or Jess gets in the car, or they go on holidays, you know, it's always kind of stressful, and you know, so I just, you know, really thank God for just keeping them safe, keeping me safe. He's given me the strength to overcome anxiety and nerves um, I think it was about um, was it March or April uh, brother Andy said you know we'd like to get more involved in the church um, and pastor said no that's fine you know perhaps you can do a, you know a bit of preaching or, or you know a bit of this and a bit of that anyway so you know thankfully pastor has you know so graciously opened up his pulpit 
um, and we've you know we've, we've done a bit of preaching um, and then pastor hits the the bombshell he's like I'm, I'm going away in September you know can you do a, a few Sundays um, I'm glad he didn't tell me it was all of September mate because I probably would have just fallen flat and he probably would have you know started the CPR so um, yeah so you know eventually over time he said you know perhaps you know can you can you know can you do all of September um, and you know just thinking about it just oh, you know it's like four Sundays four Wednesdays and I do I struggle you know struggle with nerves struggle struggle with you know anxiety um, and yeah just the, just the Lord is so faithful you know and he's just kind of just got me through you know the anxiety and the nerves um, like I say the, the studying wasn't you know um, the hard part it was obviously just getting up and you know speaking in front of people so I just really want to thank the Lord um, and, and, and you guys as well for your encouragement um, and just you know just being such such a blessing so I really want to thank the Lord for that this year um, just to help me overcome overcome that um, and also it's, you know it's wonderful to look back and see how many prayers you know God has actually answered um, this year and I think that's something we overlook it's something that I overlook um, I've been studying um, the book of Luke um, and you remember when Jesus healed the ten lepers and only one came back and thanked him. And I just think it only one came back. You know, the Samaritan came back. Um, and I just, this year, going into 2024, just, you know, I, I need to be more thankful, you know, and, and more um, in gratitude of what, you know, what the Lord is doing, especially in my life. Um, so goals for 2024. Well, I need to study more. That's one thing I, I really need to do is study more. Um, just be more disciplined um, in my study time. And guys, I, I need to say this. When I'm driving, I need to stop calling people morons, honestly. Um, I, I, you know, I, I struggle. I really do struggle. I mean, if I had a pound for every time I called somebody a moron, I'd be a wealthy man. But, um, you know, you're, you're driving in 20 mile an hour zones now and people are driving like 10 mile an hour and people come to a roundabout and there's no cars come in and they, you know, they just stop for no apparent reason. So, yeah, I really need to... Um, you know, be more uh, gracious with people um, and stop calling them morons. So yeah, that's that's my uh, goals. No, I'm guilty. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, so that's my goals for for 2024. But yeah, just really thankful for for everyone here um, and what the Lord has has done over 2023. Amen. 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 short as things things this past year to be thankful for I thank I am thankful for Jess and Jason's wedding that went off lovely Izzy passing her driving test takes the pressure off me Cam having a job even if it was for a few weeks it shows you can get a job which is a massive thing I am thankful for God's grace to me and boy do I need it a lot of the time I'm thankful for God's gift of salvation through Jesus which is the best gift for me that I will ever receive. I am thankful for God's presence, who is always with me, and I've learned that. I am thankful for his provision and his blessings, because sometimes you don't even know when it, you think, oh, how am I gonna meet this need, am I gonna meet, and it always does. So I'm, I'm so grateful for the Lord for that. I'm so thankful for his protection for me and my family, which I haven't mentioned. And lastly, I'm thankful and grateful for every day he gives me and for giving me the strength to keep loving and praising my Lord and Saviour. And then I just wrote, 
and Psalm 91, which I stand on. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in him will I trust. Just um, as people said, you know, um, just really grateful for every breath. Uh, I say that and every, a lot, <laughs> but I am because when I had that um, head pain that I had a couple of months back, um, I think it really shook me a bit, and uh, I really did start thinking: Am I praying enough? Am I reading enough? You know, my last moments, if it could be tomorrow, but I, would I be ha- looking back on my life? Would I be happy with with what I've done? And, just a bit of a wake-up call, I guess, and uh, yeah, just, just you know, I think this year um, I've really, you know, sort of realised, you know, even though I've been saved a number of years, I think it's, um, you know, hit home a bit more because when you don't have an injury or pain, you just take it for granted, I think. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, 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 uh, I really do appreciate every day that I'm given and. Uh, I could do more, you know. Um, I look back, 2023. We went to the streets of um, Merthyr was was one of the highlights for me, you know. Um, I could have done more then as well. I mean, I could have spoken more to people. Um, I, I hope 2024 can can provide provide that. Um, we can go out more and actually speak to people and get the word in their hands. And but 2023 was a good stepping stone for me and hopefully for, for you as well and um, yeah just thankful thankful for everything that he's given me um, you know um, I haven't got a head pain at the moment thank you Lord um, just for the family and the wife I've got and the children I've got um, you know I'm so glad that um, I'm here today with you all because I wouldn't want to know what my life would be like without Jesus. You know, I never thought I'd say that back then, or see. Um, wasn't brought up in the, in the Christian life. And um, not really a public speaker or anything. And um, yeah, just, I'd be, I'm scared to think what, what I'd be like if, I'd, if I wasn't saved. You know, nothing to do with me. Um, I'm, not, I'm not special. I'm, you know, it's just a, a normal, valley guy I guess you know um, but if, if you can save me you can save anyone and um, you know just just uh, really grateful really I just um, I just want to say as well that um, um, my mother got the gospel clearly presented in 2023 um, and I hope that 2024 well tonight will be great you know I take that but uh, 2024 um, that she starts asking questions and if she says, how do I get saved? Can I get saved? It'll, uh, it'll make 2024 amazing. Um, my, my friend Mark as well, he, at the start of the year, um, said that he, he believed, which is great to you. Just need to get him in church now. So um, I think it's just a, a stumbling block for him 
Um, but I did send the invite, I'm happy with that. Um, and I'm sure that's we're working on him to, to come. So hopefully next year, if I'm, God willing, if I'm there, gives me another year, I'd be grateful for one. But number two, if he's your, watching me make this speech next year, I'd roll the moon with that. I'd take that. I'd take one soul to be saved. Um, but I just want to look back at 2023 and I, I always think to myself, I didn't do enough. I, sh I should have went out more. I should have got distracted less. Um, and I just, um, I just hope and pray that 2024 I can keep my eyes on, keep my eyes on serving the Lord and read, not just reading his word, but getting the word out there to others and getting the gospel out there to others. And um, yeah, that's all I've got to say. Thanks, man. We have time for maybe one or two more brief ones if anyone's interested this morning. Go ahead. Come on. <clears throat> few minutes would be great, Al. Come on up. I can say greetings from the Gateway Assemblies of God. Um, I've been saved over 52 years. Before then, a friend of mine said to me, come to our church and get saved. I thought, being saved, I don't know what you're on about. So there was a trip going to Swansea, to the Grand Hall in Swansea, where I heard gospel. We did a massive prayer to loads of people there, but I was a bit weird. And, my f and this fellow Morris said, you're given appeal for all his souls to be saved or, or healed. And that night, it wasn't keen going out the front. <laughs> he said, come out, he said. And my friend said to me, aren't you saved? No. The petty doctor wasn't saved. That night, I gave my life to Jesus. Uh, my language is a bit wild in those days, but as I got, as I grew in the Lord, it went. I was a British labourer with a waterboard, and uh, that week I had to tell somebody. I know in me you had to tell, confess. So I told um, some of the people there, and they said, "Make fun of me." Said, "Oh, how did God make you two or stand one of some?" <laughs> but I confessed to the world I was a Christian, and uh, I started to go along to the Pentecostal church and. And they had a very active church. I was in the open air on a Sunday night. We were out in the open air. The fair player pastor, he, he had us carrying banners. He's, <laughs> he's getting out doing things for God. And he grounded me in faith. And I've been, I've had a bit of doubt in the Christian faith. So it's not an easy path. But it, it is the way I love Jesus because he first loved me. You know, I mean, how could, how could God love a sinner like me? But that night I gave my life to Jesus. I've never, I've had ups and downs, but I never looked back. My, my goal is to reach as many people as I can for Jesus. The, the fields are white and to harvest, but the leaves are fair. Well, I was down in Swansea a few days, uh, just before, around the Christmas. My wife and someone went around shopping, so the, I'll give a few tracks out. I give one up to her. Yeah, go to give a track to the fella. This fella was interesting. I was like, hang on. And he wanted to know, he's, he's from Slanesky. I had a good talk with him. I said he can get saved by now, but he didn't get saved. But, uh, you know, the fear of the people are, are searching. And he got this, these weird cults coming around with these, with these plaques. But I, this, well, I made a, a, my own cart, and I, I'm up and out there. I am not a wife, the weather being bad. 
But it was a great opportunity to speak to people, different people. We had a black lady come to our church, we had different people come to the church. It's get out into the field, into the harvest field. They're, they're there. People are searching. They join these weird cults. I don't know where they join them. It's a waste of time. I was in Cardiff, um, Christmas, I talked to two, two, two witnesses. They, they're dead. They haven't got nothing. I'll tell them. I'll, I, I went straight up to the point. I said, Lock your literature. It's false. I said, There's nothing there for you. But Jesus is. I said, you, You're going to. I, I give my testimony. I said, I, I know Jesus as my Saviour. Not just, not just a, an historical person. He's alive, for the stone has been rolled away. He's a wonderful God, a wonderful saviour. If you, if you were the cure for cancer, you tell him, you tell him. We've got the, we've got the cure for people's lives. I had a funny opportunity. I was in, I was in, uh, in Tesco's a couple of, few days ago, and somebody asked me to pray for him. <laughs> was, he said, I'm going to have, I'm going to have a, cataract, a cataract operation. He said, could you pray for me? I'll go on, I said, I'll pray for but later, I, I just prayed for him. I didn't care about people. He, he, yeah, and he said, I'll come to your, I'll come to your church. Well, he, he said, some said they do, but they don't. But he said, I'll come to your church, he said. I know, I, he, he is a Christian, but I think he's a bit, he, he, I don't think, he, but he, he said, I'll come to your church when I come to the hospital. So, you know, the opportunities are there. Because Jesus is, is wonderful, he, he is wonderful. I've been to different parts of the country. I would have been pressed in a earlier in the earth. I tell you, one these Asian people were taking the flat line then. And I've been to some parts of the, of the country and they just weren't done. But they were taking the tracks and you could, tracks are a, a tremendous opportunity. They, they build a bridge to the people. Right. You know? the, the, best op, the best opportunity I had was I was up in the front and no. Well, about 10 years, I know it's going back 10 years. I led the lady to the Lord. I was outside the church. I said, You want to go, go, you want, you want to, go to go in there to get saved? And, said, yeah. and she gave her life to the Lord. From, she's from real life. I haven't, I've never met her. I might meet her again, but the opportunity people are searching for, for life, Lord. If we, you know, if we don't go get out and reach them, the cults will reach them with the cookie, with the cookie doctrine. But Jesus is alive. He, he, the, the plan was go and go into all the world and preach the gospel yeah. to everybody. <clears throat> don't, don't care what colour they are. Is it American, British, Welsh, English? Yeah. Go and tell them. Tell them about me, he says. Uh, don't tell them about denominations. I mean, tell them about me. I mean, denomination, whether it's Savior or, or, or religion. But Jesus is the only way to heaven. And we have found the way. So we're going to go ahead and uh, <clears throat> go into the uh, closing hymn today. Thank you so much, everyone, for your testimonies this morning. Um, hope and pray that uh, uh, everyone spoke who wanted to today, but we're just, uh, we're, we're on that time marker now. So let's all stand, if you will, for Rock of Ages. And then, uh, we'll